0: Hello, it's me, McCole. Remember me? I host this podcast. It's called Not So Whimsical. You can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and all these apps that decided to claim my podcast without my permission. But on the other hand, it's really good exposure, so I'm not mad about it. This is a love letter from me to everyone who supported me along this interesting journey. Um, Stefano has been a really big part of it. I think without him, the podcast wouldn't exist because he would sit with me for nights. He was still living in the UK at the time and um, forced me to find the best providers, the best places, the best ways to create good content to make the audio not suck completely. I'm very grateful for that. Um, Yeah. So thank you, Stefano, for being one of the most annoying people I've ever met. I love you very much. Okay. But are you ready, though?
1: Mmm... I'm never ready, so...
0: Creaking? Incoming? <laughs> Crap. No, don't record in the background, dumbass. Let's do this again. Hi, it's me. Welcome to NSW, a.k.a. Not So Whimsical. My name is McCole, my favorite seasoning is lemon, and I will be your host forever and ever. I will be inviting different people from different walks of life, share some food or drink we have lying around the house, and hopefully make you giggle. Okay, bye! Hello. Hi, it's me. And today I'm with a really special guest.
1: Stefano. A long time
0: coming. Um, Stefano actually helped me... Launched the podcast in the very beginning. Um, And then explained to me that the sound sucked, remember? And it took like a week to finally get the sound right on the episode with Alix.
1: Yeah, but now you're there.
0: Come closer, please, my friend. (gasps) So uh, we're in a funny situation. Stefano used to work with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, He now moved to Vienna. And in the last episode... I might have mentioned briefly that um, I'm now a lone wolfess, Um and that, <laughs> and that my partner and I separated. So since Stefano had to move here, we made a deal that like he would move to our place, my place now, kind of. And now we live together. What's that been like for you?
1: So I think this is day number six. And... Uh just when when you think where is Mikol? Oh, I just need to follow the laugh, <laughs> and you will find Mikol. Yeah, in any situation, if you if you are in Vienna and you're laughing, it's probably Mikol. It's a pretty small city, anyways. <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting. It's the, um, there is a lot of context switching with Mikol. Not just context, also emotional switching uh, for her. And that keeps me awake. And we have a lot of conversations. We can jump from a topic to another and from an emotion to another. And then, um, yeah, it's fun. (laughs) It's fun.
0: You make a joke that is so not funny, but you laugh about it so much that I just have to laugh. And then I make a joke and there's no reaction from your side. And I'm just like... Do I just suck? And you're like, no, you tried. And that's what's important. <laughs> um,
1: if you try again later with the same joke, it might work.
0: Cash a card?
1: <laughs> Condom.
0: <laughs> now it's funny.
1: It's, I, I told you. I told you. So if you try again later, it works.
0: Well, there you go.
1: Because now you created a situation.
0: The first conversation we had when the podcast was already live
1: mm-hmm.
0: was about uh, Erica Lust, You remember? Yeah, I
1: still follow her, by the way. Not that I'm highly interested in the content. I don't know, like, sometimes she posts interesting stuff. Like what? Funny guides on how to do sex properly, stuff like that, and they're fun.
0: On how to do sex. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a big story that came out. I I don't know enough to go into detail about it, but um, one performer... uh, came forward and said that they were um, raped during a shoot and that no one was reacting and no one seemed to care. Um, and so for me, that that hit very hard. I remember watching Hot Girls Wanted on Netflix and there was an interview with Erica. There was a scene that was shot with a woman who had never uh, done performed in porn before and... Uh, She was having a really hard time. I don't know how to best describe it. She did not feel safe. And I felt like there was no empathy coming from Erica. And they just said, we need to finish this shoot. And the other performer was like, that's how we do it at home. And she was like, see, see what he just said there? And like, I don't know. It was very disconnected. And there was no care for that person. So I felt like, okay, I saw that in Hot Girls Wanted. I felt felt like no one else did. And then this person coming forward that is fucking terrible. And I remember you being like, where's the info? Send me all the links you have. I I need to do some research as well. In a world where I post so much content on my Instagram and in my stories, I find it really interesting when people pick up on things. Now, in the present, I definitely try to distract myself. And that kind of feels... It doesn't feel good. I'm... Not showing how I feel and not showing what I'm going through. But on the other hand, I don't owe anyone anything, right? Yeah. But on the other hand, I feel somewhat accountable, which is so strange. Because, like, this exchange is not a real exchange. I post things in my stories. People watch them. Some of them react. But most of the time, it's like... I don't know how they feel about it. I don't know what they have to say about it. And then when we see each other in real life, turns out that they've actually been watching my stories and then they think I'm great, but I don't know that.
1: I think uh, I think what, what you're doing is quite healthy because you're having fun. Yeah. You try to provoke conversations. I finished with my addiction to The Guardian and I, <laughs> I, 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 because context, I moved away from the UK What? I was in, in London.
0: Dude, I. Jesus, you're so stupid. (laughs) You always fall. (laughs)
1: Always. Because I'm too good. I should tell you to shut up. (laughs) So I moved uh, away from London. uh... You
0: lived in London.
1: Yes, and um, I lived in London.
0: What? Can
1: you shut up? stop interrupting me
0: <laughs> okay fine i'm done and i
1: forgot what i was about, what i wanted to say
0: context about the guardian
1: yes so i became an avid reader of the guardian because it's a lefty newspaper and uh, they usually have good content all around there, not, not just politics, even uh, movies, books. I, I actually bought a book because there was a review on the Guardian. It wasn't even a review, sorry, it was the first chapter. It was super interesting. Mm-hmm. My addiction, like every single day, I would open Facebook, Instagram, Guardian and then Twitter, and then randomly uh, each each one of them. And then I stopped following people on Twitter that were talking about Brexit and politics. Uh, There is a pretty tough situation in all the English-speaking countries at the moment. I mean, we have Australia on fire. The US is in a really bad situation. They are going back in the past with some policies. And um, I think they just cancelled some... Uh, I think it was lunch meals in school that was uh, promoted by Michelle Obama. They voted on her birthday. It was yesterday. And in the UK, I don't know, the place is like... Uh, uh, inflation is the word. Like everything goes up. Prices for houses, there is no absolutely zero control.
0: It, feels, and, it, it, it kind of feels like the whole world is on fire. And Australia actually being on fire is kind of a mirror to what is going on in the world right now. And there's this sense of helplessness, I think. It still feels like it's just another day. People just post it in their Instagram stories. And then three seconds later, they post a photo of themselves in their Instagram stories. You know what I mean? It's like this, okay, I posted, My, my mission is accomplished. Now there's a selfie of when I just got my makeup done.
1: But that's because we are we a very individualistic society. And basically, yeah, so it's, oh, something bad happened, I'm going to post a story, but then, yeah, let's go back to me.
0: That's the reason why I don't post anything politics-related or anything that has to do with anything, really. Yeah,
1: because you would feel... Uh, wrong. Well. <laughs> Yeah no there is a word but I'm bilingual so as bye I'm saying goodbye to all my languages
0: I'm literally four languages in
1: Ah no but you're a special case you learned when you were, you were really young um
0: That's not an excuse
1: I don't know maybe I have ADHD I don't know No I'm, I'm
0: you think really, you have ADHD I don't
1: know maybe a bit
0: What are the symptoms
1: Did you stop doing something and you forget about everything else You forget things and uh... anyway after all this stream of bad stuff that I was getting from Twitter, from The Guardian. Uh, the Guardian, actually, there was a point in time they published an article saying that they wanted to change the news and uh, the tone and uh, be a little bit more optimistic and publish more optimistic news because some people were detaching themselves from them because of that, because they were too negative. This was a long time ago, like more than a year ago. Right. But still the situation there and in the rest of the world is what it is so I, I was like I called them and like sorry I need to cancel my subscription and they were like oh but you know we can give you a discount I was like not like literally for the next 12 months I don't want to read about politics at all.
0: Do you think we're being assholes for that?
1: I don't even know what uh there are like thousands of charities and I don't know some of them I think they're pretty useless
0: and also, a big percentage of charities, it doesn't go to charity. Like, the charity isn't real. Yeah, It goes to the politician. Well. It goes to the person who's doing that fundraiser, who's doing that charity. Or, or maybe it
1: goes totally into marketing. So it, As you, well, yeah. you, you give them money and they just pay more ads to get more money. Exactly. Exactly. And then they spend a little percentage into, like, there was a case, uh, there was like a charity against uh, child labor and something like that. And they were. Giving away these T-shirts made in a country where they were Child made labels. by yeah, so
0: it also hurts so much to read sad stuff all the time. Now we have this access to news and to knowledge and to media the way we've never had before, and it's so draining. Like, sometimes you don't realize that you spent hours reading articles because you fall into the spiral, you know, and that's like, before it was newspapers, you read shitty stuff, but then you went on with your day because there's only so much on that newspaper, and that's it.
1: Oh, you're right, because now we have this interactive newspaper. So you're reading an article, and then you start digging into that story. And then you, you fall again into the hole. And you, it's not a bad thing, but it depends on what you're reading.
0: So you think you have ADHD, huh?
1: No, I think I I have my problems. I don't know. I forget words. And yeah, my whole life is organized in uh, in my Google Calendar. Otherwise, I would forget birthdays. I would forget to... To specific shopping, to buy something, to pay something, to renew something, to cancel something. I note everything, and uh, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's just uh, I process too much information. So now we are all down, being downgraded. I I read a lot, and I'm I'm like a sponge. Like I yeah. I tend to to do a lot of things during the day using just the brain. So maybe it's normal that I forget things.
0: I mean, to be fair, when. I was getting worse that's kind of what happened to me so when I was still working at the company um towards the end I was forgetting words I was forgetting like I I was I would have this these moments of like being completely numb but also paralyzed at the same time like I'd sit at the computer I knew I had this one thing to do was cancel that one thing and I would sit for three hours and I couldn't move but I think that's it's it's what you say like you're like a sponge. You have to take in so much information. Also in a, in a in a workspace that is so fast-paced. As any workplace, I believe. But, you know, startups specifically. And, and I remember how complex it was to work there. Like, everything is complex. And you really... I sometimes felt like I was going back to school. You know? I would sit. I would write. I would try to understand. And some things would take me three weeks to get. And I was like, am I just dumb? You just got here... Um, things aren't working out as easily as they could I guess or as as easily as you'd like them to
1: I was expecting from one side for things to go in a different way from the other side I was like but this could have been worse Yeah, I feel like my experience I mean if I moved to Austria 8 years ago I would be probably in the sofa crying because I would have no idea what to do first yeah uh, Because that's how I felt when I moved to London. It was my first experience without my family, without friends, and being almost completely alone in a new place. Um, I kind of spoke the language, but I was scared to pick up the phone. Uh, Here, I have no idea what happens around me. Everyone speaks German, but at least I have a backup language. Could have been worse.
0: No, I think so too. I think you're just being very hard on yourself.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. But that's okay But I prepared questions for you Ooh
1: Yeah Oh shit
0: So I'm left-handed Which means that my hand just Smudged everything But um, we'll just go with What we used to go with At the very beginning of this podcast Which is What is your zodiac sign?
1: So I'm uh, Pisces 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 Okay, I'm Pisces And um, I've met people that told me Oh my god You're, uh, you're Pisces And I was like yeah oh that's terrible and you live with another Pisces oh that's even worse I was like okay whatever you say dude
0: yeah cause Pisces usually don't get along with Pisces very well
1: yeah but we're like brothers
0: Oh, that's cute shout out to Pisces
1: Pisces forever
0: um since this podcast since the second season mm-hmm. uh works with but
1: is it the second season or the second seasoning <laughs> <laughs>
0: Since the second season focuses on See, I don't know, again, how to place any of it When we talk about the spectrum About the uh, sexuality spectrum or whatnot Everything's a spectrum When we talk about autism We're starting to realize now more than ever That the autism spectrum is also very, very large I, I strongly believe that we all walk on that spectrum Of autism Or of any, whatever it is You know what I mean?
1: It's, I would not call it even a spectrum. It's uh, the things that we like. It's, yeah, I don't know why there is so much overcomplication around all these topics. Like oh I'm gay and I like to do sex with other men.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what you like. Go for it. And it's the 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 entire problem in society is that no, no, you have a penis and you should put into a vagina. That's, What's a vagina? Uh, I used to read this guy called Uriel Fanelli, he lives in Germany, he's like a former Italian. Uh, I, now he doesn't write anything interesting, I don't know, I don't like him any more, anymore, but uh, he, used, he wrote like um, an article called The War on Happiness. It's it's not just the, the spectrum, it's everything, it's from uh, we want to play music in the evening, it's uh, we want to watch this movie, We want we want to have fun here and there. Some people are against other people having fun because they are sad. Like, if I'm sad, everyone else has to be sad and follow the rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, no? Yeah,
1: for some people, that's how it works. Yes,
0: but I think... I know what you mean. Like, I know why you're saying, why does this have to be so complicated? No, it's not.
1: I mean, there is this scientific analysis. that You try to understand why it's happening, or what classify people just to understand them better, which I'm not against.
0: And it's also the the something that is nice about the present. There are groups now that, I, yeah,
1: we, yeah, that exactly. we can
0: identify with. Uh,
1: that's what I forgot to... Because, I mean, if you know that you are... If you identify with that group, maybe you will find... The, things about yourself that you didn't know. Like, oh, I actually like that. That I, I've, And you don't yes. even realize it.
0: Yes, yes. And you find people who are like-minded. We're going on a weird tangent, but it's like, I'm Jewish, right? And so is the rest of my family. And the way we live our Judaism is very different from each other. And so Sarah, who was on the podcast, when she came on, it felt like I had found someone who understands me. She's also Jewish, but she lives it and she identifies with it in a very different way. And it felt like such a relief to know that there's someone out there who feels the same way. Even if it feels like people are overcomplicating their sexual orientation, their gender, their the way they identify with it, sure, it might feel like, Okay, why do you need a word for that? But just imagine the beauty, you, like the, the relief that you must feel when you find someone who's like, dude, same. You know what I mean?
1: You, Yeah, same or not same. I mean, at least you know, okay, maybe this oh, yeah. person doesn't do for me.
0: Vivi and I are both going through a similar experience right now. Um, and just because she's gay and I'm not doesn't mean that we don't feel the same way about the situation. That it, it, It's complicated, but... We just happen to have two very similar experiences. And it's really interesting to see that I can very much relate to you.
1: So the experiences that she's having... So she's gay, so she's going out with other ladies. What? No, what? Jesus Christ. (laughs) But their characters can be like men. Because the only difference is the physical appearance. That's it. And then we behave how we behave. Yes. So she can... um, It could be that you had an ex that was, uh, I don't know, rude, and she might be going out with a person that is rude, and you relate with that. Yeah. It's exactly the same.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, It's exactly, and that's the thing. I think that's where we overcomplicate. Just because we're adults now doesn't mean we have our shit figured out, I think, far from it. But I think we constantly evolve, and that's where the idea of a spectrum comes back to me. It's like you start at a certain point, and then you just move along that spectrum. And you just move along through life and whatever that is to you. Where would you put yourself? Not the Kinsey scale kind of spectrum where you go like, I think I'm like 35% gay. Then there's also, how do you see yourself in terms of gender? How, how do you see, you,
1: you see yourself or how you want to dress? You might dress as a woman and say identify as a man.
0: Exactly. Why not? Exactly. Right. Like- exactly.
1: I'm a man, I talk like a man, but I want to wear this gown because I really like it, right?
0: Yeah. And then on the one hand, why do we put labels on that? Where do you see yourself on that? Mm. Whatever that means to you.
1: um, So I'm definitely hetero for the... And I was uh, thinking that maybe I'm demisexual because I've seen... I mean, I spoke to other demisexual people, not really spoke, but like, chatted with them and uh, in one of these dating apps was looking at their profiles. I think for them it's I don't know if maybe it's a new term for being shy but they basically told me that they are like so I don't know for them it's more about hanging out with people. Mm -hmm. For me I can go without having sex for a long time for weeks or
0: Weeks? What a hero!
1: But for me it's like one night stands could be possible but there has to be a very high mental connection like it happens that we we spoke a lot blah 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 and then there was this that there was sex and then uh, goodbye i'll never see you again but because there is some external event like this person doesn't live in my own city so she has to go away etc etc but again i will think about this other person all the time, like oh, they want so much connection. Uh, I would like to hang out with, with with this this person, but it's not possible because she lives far away and I'm here. So that's how it is for me. Like,
0: so you don't even want to put yourself in that position.
1: Yeah, I had some meaningless sex experiences after breaking up with my x several years ago and yeah it's meaningless sex for a reason it's meaningless i don't know like i felt weird with this person we did not relate at all i like people where i can have really long conversations and they will pull out like like this like with you like i I like you a lot like we can talk a long time for about stuff so i have kind of a type i think um but then again, if we don't connect emotionally, I will get bored really quickly. Yeah. Because um, for me, it's all a mental stimulation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when there is sex, there is sex, <laughs> and it's it's good. And a lot of things happen. It's not boring sex. It has to be fun. And uh, and, uh, and I'm a giver. I have to give a lot. And um, that th- that's how it is for me.
0: I remember you and I talking about this and you said for you it's highly important that you connect with the person and for me it's like ew no the opposite like I don't I don't, don't want to remember their stupid name I don't want to no but then you know, I did
1: forget their name <laughs>
0: <laughs> but see when you say meaningless for me that's pretty painful to hear like mm-hmm. painful in the sense of it, it triggers something because I've had situations where yeah it was I don't know it, it was this one time thing and then you know bye bye but it, 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 I think with some, at least, it always it, left a mark somehow.
1: It was meaningless because it did not leave a pick of a mark. It's like, if I give you a massage, <gasps> I give it a meaning. Like, I I love you as a person. I wish you well. I want you to relax, right? Yeah,
0: you did. But in that
1: case, it was just, uh, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's, okay. let's have sex. Okay. It was me. It wasn't there was no I mean, even though it was me i I was with this girl and uh, and I was working out a lot and <laughs> and then she was like, "Don't work out too much because i I don't usually uh, I don't usually I don't I never come and I was like, "What <laughs> It was exactly as I'm putting a pasta dish in front of you, like I'm not into pasta. it was exactly that. <laughs> I don't enjoy it. It was, no, I did it for you. Like, it was, wow, I need to fix this situation. I'm going to buy the professional vibrator. I'm going to make you
0: come. Sex is is different for everyone, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. sure, people talk about pleasure. People talk about fun. Like, when people say sex is fun, I'm like, do you laugh? No. I can't remember myself laughing during sex. Um...
1: But depends what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you fart, that's funny. If you pee, <laughs>
1: it could be that for her, she would still do it because it was a way to have human touch. You know, sometimes it's just uh, it feels nice to to be with someone,
0: to maybe. be naked
1: with someone, and then have that that kind of physical connection.
0: Sure, sure. I mean, that's what humans crave. I think. When you were telling me about this and you said you needed a connection and blah, blah, blah. I was like, that is so dumb. Like, for me, it's the opposite.
1: Uh, Maybe it could be a face. It could be that that's how you are.
0: I connected with someone recently. um, And I'm in this really, really funny place with myself. I mean, you know, you've been watching me. They were highly interesting. You know, I've been with people who are... Where we don't connect at all on that level, which just made it easier for me to then leave. Like, I do not want your information, is how I always went with it. And then I connected with this person, and it was easy, and it was fun, and it was exciting, and it was like...
1: It could be that in your experience, if you don't connect, it's better. But maybe at some point, you will connect a lot, and it will be even better.
0: And it's tough, because for me, once I connect with someone, I feel like I give... A lot of myself away mm-hmm. and you know then connecting on a deeper slash naked level that's like no rephrase when you then connect with them on a naked level it's even deeper you know what I mean it's like now emotionally and physically you're connecting whereas if the person is just annoying and sucks you connect with them physically they don't even have to be annoying you just don't care about them so much So you connect with them physically and that's cool.
1: Many of the people that I've been with in my life, I connected with them on a mental level by texting them a lot, sending them things that I read, things that I was listening to. So it was uh, like, it's a series of, you know, communication. I think it comes from the word gift. It's a game of giving gifts. Yeah. I give you this, you give me that. It's an
0: exchange. It's an
1: exchange of gifts. (gasps) In person, everyone looks the same the first
0: time. What do you mean the first time? Sometimes you're
1: introduced to people and they're just people. You even forget their names.
0: Oh, okay. But sometimes you connect with someone. Yeah,
1: I right. want to be in, in a situation where I can see if we have some. Like one of the people I've been with, the way we connected is that we were going on a trip with people that, I mean, no one know, knew each other because oh. it was like a meetup group. You just joined pay the fee, go be there on the, on the date. And we are with a bunch of people that just want to do a hike. And, um, most of my experiences with th- those kind of things where we would barely introduce ourselves. We just go on the hike. While in this train, some people knew each other and they started doing introductions. And, um, and this girl said, ah, I study, uh, physics and, uh, I'm a dancer, and uh, and when I said I'm from Catania, she said, oh, I've been to Catania. And um, we started talking, and we discovered we had so many interests, and uh, in a couple of weeks later, we were dating. But these days, I just see a lot of pointless social events where nothing happens. Mm. I cannot start a conversation, because I need to...
0: You started a conversation with me when we met for the first time.
1: I I, I mean, you were already having a conversation and just joined in.
0: Yeah. So so why do you think you can't start a conversation on your own?
1: Um, You know, I think it depends on the people. Because I'm naturally attracted to people who read, who watch movies and uh, are into good food. I don't reach out to people. I don't go out of my way to say, oh, let's do something. Yeah. No. If Even if you say, oh, we should go for, for lunch sometimes, I would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would be completely focused on what I'm doing and I would forget. That's where I am. Like my mom used to tell me, Stefano, go do something. Uh, why don't you call your friends? I was like, I don't want to. I want to be on my own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if there is a situation where I'm in a group and I see them talking then I join the conversation I start listening and then when I have something to say I I say it and then I don't know I meet new people that way I don't know maybe I'm I'm a little bit shy as well
0: which I think is fine it's
1: fine I'm not gonna die because of this Um, I survived this far
0: (laughs) I was at a um, theater festival in Sorrento and uh, it was it was a pretty tough time for me when we went Uh, I went with uh, Vivi and another uh, friend. Sorrento? Yeah. In Italy? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was alone throughout most of that trip uh, because it was just not working out. I had just discovered panic attacks at the time. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, it was one after the other, man. And there was this girl and she was talking to this guy who I found very attractive Apparently today he's a priest, Um, but she was talking to him and, and she was very energetic and she was like No, dude, you're out of your fucking mind or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, dude, you're out of your mind And then she looked at me like, um, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah Hi, and then we just started talking she and I we've been friends ever since that was some I don't know why I decided to go talk to her because there were many people there, but I decided I'm just going to barge into this conversation. It's it's interesting how we're so anxious these days about what could be if we approached someone. Sometimes it feels like a waste of time, you know, when you talk to someone at a party. And they're so annoying. And for some reason, you're the person who stuck with that person. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think on the one hand, we're so scared because like, oh, I don't know anything about you, but on the other hand, thanks to pop culture and thanks to all of the stuff we all have access to, unified access, mm-hmm. um, putain, wait a second, the odds of being able to connect with another person are a lot higher now.
1: I'm a bit of a weeb. You know what a weeb is? No. It's those people who like Japan so much, they want to live there and okay. they watch all the, they read mangas, anime and... There you go. Yeah.
0: You identify as a weeb.
1: demisexual weeb.
0: (laughs) Put that in in your Tinder profile and see what happens.
1: I don't feel ready to go out in the cold for a date. I don't even know where to go. (laughs) I don't even know how to make an order at the restaurant. I don't know what the ingredients are.
0: But maybe that's how Tinder can help you, though.
1: I can say, I know nothing about the city, so you take me out, I'll do the
0: rest. What rest?
1: I do conversation, walking, helping you choose your dish, even though I don't know the ingredients.
0: You help people choosing their dish? <laughs> You're funny. But yeah, maybe you should do that. I mean, that's what I did uh, while we were in Dublin. I went on Tinder and I was like, show me stuff, because I hate sightseeing. And so this guy I then met sh- took me to a gallery.
1: It was fun. Yeah, it should be like, take me to places you like
0: my bed ha, ha, ha. my dearest weeb it was a pleasure
1: we should do this more it's like therapy
0: I'm glad
1: you're not just the host you're also on a quest to discover yourself by talking to other people
0: well thank you so much for coming I mean you live here so uh I'll see you in the like later like when in the we... kitchen it's uh 9pm
1: it's 9pm
0: yeah what the fuck
1: happened to time it's gone Do you want to watch a movie about uh, uh, rape in Tanzania in the 1800s?
0: I think you should move out. I shall see you guys next week. Hear you. Feel you.
1: I will see you again, maybe. Who knows?
0: Probably not. Good night.